My name is Shaughnessy. My name is Shanice, and this is episode number eight of Soulful Synergy Podcast, A Woman's World, Part Two, Fuck Perfection. On this episode, we're going to discuss society beauty standards and how they differ worldwide, finding out what works for you and how to practice self-care in a society that makes you constantly question yourself. Growing up, have you always felt beautiful? No. No. Definitely not. Every girl goes through some identity issue or issue with self-confidence and self-esteem. We all have that awkward stage yeah. where we're like, it's on our face. Mm-hmm. And, you know, except, for, except for the girls nowadays that like are contouring in grade 9. These high schoolers are on a next level. They look older than half of us these days. Their makeup looks better than anything I could ever do. Their swag's just on point. Their, just, their whole demeanor is just fuck. Like, I need to get my shit together. <laughs> I gotta stay ahead of these young folks. Yeah. <laughs> it's fuck. I don't know. But personally, me, my struggle with beauty came from being mixed, being half black and half white because I grew up, I went to elementary school in Oshawa, so that's most of my adolescence. Mm-hmm. I was surrounded by all white people, all white girls were my friends. I didn't have any black girlfriends. So all I listened to was like pop music, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, you know, Spice Girls. That was my idea of beauty. And I remember, speaking of Spice Girls, they always used to make me, make me be Scary Spice because I was the only black one. Of course. And they made it seem like it was a bad thing. Like, it was like, oh, you have to be scary, Spice, sorry. You know? It was, it's so fucked looking back on it now, but it's just like... She was the hottest one. She And she is now, okay? <laughs> but it took me a while to really open my eyes up to the beauty of black women because that's all that was glorified growing up for me mm-hmm. until women like Aaliyah that showed off that natural vibe but still sexy tomboy vibe whitney houston classy and timeless beauty there's so many different women that made me see beauty in different cultures and different ethnicities that was definitely a struggle and sometimes i do still struggle with it especially with my hair for example sometimes i'm happy to be natural like right now i'm in a natural phase i got my braids in right now But now I have an urge to straighten my hair. I'm like, I want a sleek look. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, just as long as I'm not only sticking to one thing, because I think that's the only thing that's beautiful. I find beauty in all of those things. Now I I found pride in being able to switch it up. Yeah, it's good. You you have to explore your roots and your culture, and you'll never know unless you try different things, you know, and see what works for you. Mm -hmm. Not everything's going to work for you. It's not, and that's the most important thing we need to realize is that something that works for Kim Kardashian is not going to work for you. Something that works for J-Lo is not going to work for you, Beyonce, not going to work for you. And you can look just as beautiful as them, but in your own way. You don't have to conform to what they are, who they are, Mm -hmm. to stand out and be beautiful. You can be yourself and be beautiful. I have a situation like that at work. Just when clients come in, they'll like bring you a picture Mm -hmm. of what they want their hair to look like. 
and they'll bring you a picture of like a black girl or a white girl but you're black or you're white like you know it's just like it's always the opposite and things like that have us doing all types of crazy shit to our hair mm-hmm. like i for example i i texturize my hair now but i used to perm it before so much chemicals yeah. like for what just to have perfect straight hair yeah. easy to manage hair yeah. i would always straighten my hair in high school and and I just got to a point where I'm like, I miss my natural curl. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. I miss it. And I cut that shit off and start it all over again. Yeah. And I love my hair now. Love it. Yes, Kia. <laughs> Work for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it, it is a process and you gotta grow through that process because I look back on what I thought was beautiful now and I just laugh at myself mm-hmm. because beauty is so much bigger if you think about there's different countries worldwide that have different perceptions of beauty for example in asia they they think like fair skin round eyes a narrow nose that's their idea of beauty yeah there's different types of beauty all over the place i just i like when you just you see someone walking and like you could just tell that they're themselves just their style everything is just very original yeah and i remember also when i was immature i would see people dress crazy and i'd be like what are they doing that's so weird you know but now when i see that i appreciate it because it takes so much balls to just be different it takes so much confidence in yourself because you know people are gonna look at you crazy and call you crazy It's either, like, it's an attention thing or, like, I don't know. It could be so many different things. Yeah. But as long as you're doing what you like to do and what's what natural. makes you happy, what's natural, yeah. You know, in Ethiopia, you know what they find beautiful? The women, there's um, a rite of passage where you use clay. It's, like, a clay earring. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a spacer, though, and they do, like, crazy, like, they put like big clay plates and stuff in their ears and that's beautiful to them Mm -hmm. or remember those the maori women i was showing you the the women it's an indigenous tribe in new zealand and they do the chin tattoos yeah remember those girls Mm -hmm. yeah they're their culture thinks that's beautiful things that would be like whoa it would be so shocking to us it's normal and beautiful to different people so that's that goes to show you that your surroundings is what defines beauty yeah when there really is no real definition everyone's is different that's why it's so weird when you see people in the same clothes as you like (laughs) like why why i hate that so much because there's so many different types of clothing there's so many different things you could do to your hair Mm -hmm. your nails why do you want to be me? be me be like me but then also that it is flattering if someone gets inspired by you i'll mm-hmm. never knock that i no, think that's never. dope but also add your own touch to it there's nothing wrong with we all learn style by getting inspiration mm-hmm. and how to carry ourselves through inspiration we just have to learn to make it our own yeah and that's where i think people struggle girls nowadays we're starting to look the same we're all looking the same all of us yeah and we're all beautiful all of you are beautiful but 
I, I don't I can't tell the difference between you and the next girl mm-hmm. and that's how I feel about myself sometimes when I when I'm dressing up and stuff I'm like how do I look different yeah sometimes I feel bad for these guys because like <laughs> to wake up to a girl in the morning and like I don't know like I can't say whatever makes you happy makes you happy but like I couldn't wake up with a full face full of makeup yeah next to my man thinking mm-hmm. like you know that's gonna be like attractive yeah it's it's not unfortunately and that's the that's the thing we're trying to stress right now like take care of yourself you can do whatever you want mm-hmm. you can change whatever you'd like modify whatever you'd like but just make sure that you stay natural yeah and true to yourself because when you're 80 you're not gonna have time to beat your face all day you're not you're definitely not you're not so even take gonna care, care about that. yeah take care enjoy it while you're young and while you you like that and it's a hobby you know you have the time to do it i think it's you should always try and make yourself feel beautiful mm-hmm. but don't base your whole being around that no i find that less is more and like when you when you can like you know just be natural for a, a period of time and then when you go out is when you you go all out yeah and you dress up and you do whatever you want to do yeah and that I, I just find that very refreshing because mm-hmm. it's like oh I look like a different person today yeah it's very refreshing to me growing up body type and just my body type in particular was always a big issue for me I was never really confident in my weight and just feeling like I'm, I look like a sick person like you know People constantly asking me questions if I'm eating right, if I'm okay, and asking me a whole bunch of questions where I'm just like, why are you asking me this? I find this quite rude, but then I could see where people wouldn't find that rude. Like, you know, it's it's nothing because, oh, you're skinny and skinny's in. Like, models are skinny and I find a woman that looks healthy and I find juicy women so attractive. Just because it's like you're eating well, you're comfortable, and you're happy. It's like happy weight. I think as long as you're healthy, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, me dealing with my weight now, I'm learning to be more accepting of my weight mm-hmm. and my body, and I'm getting more, a little bit more confident in little things like being consistent and yeah, time. Yeah, that's all. And and I think you just need to appreciate your body like you used to I feel like you used to take so many pictures Mm -hmm. and you were so just so confident and then you kind of strayed away from that maybe just like people in your life you know and I think you should get back to getting there there slowly (laughs) slowly but surely yeah but that's that's how it goes sometimes some people in your life may try and beat you down and bring you down and and you may let them especially in relationships when you have a partner that's constantly giving you negative feedback Mm -hmm. negative feedback criticism that's all you're hearing you're gonna eventually just completely doubt yourself and who you are yeah for sure it takes away a lot a lot more than people think you know yeah my weight is something getting there got 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 a little bum you know little body no boobs but even that too like my boobs like I've never been okay with having small breasts but you know 
It's, it's okay sometimes. <laughs> Once you have a baby, they'll come right through. They're shooting. You don't they even... better just shoot. Mm-hmm. They, they will grow, I promise you. Like, high school was like... High school, elementary school was horrible for me. Like Why? I just remember... I was always small, the small one. And... I don't know, I just feel like everyone was just more developed than me. So, like... All the girls had a little bit of boobs, you know, bum. They're like good body body weight, like you know. And I was just small, skinny, lanky, <laughs> no breasts, no ass. Like I looked like a little boy. No, you were such a cutie in high school. In in high school, yeah, it was okay. But like elementary school <laughs> was bad. Like oh no, bad. I feel like every I like I had a unibrow in elementary oh, school, right? Like, <laughs> that's, that's what life was like. I wore for Lord tracksuits in elementary school. Yeah. Flooded pants. <gasps> Flooded pants. Flooded flare pants. How about that? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we all go through that at these days. Sometimes it's traumatic. Like, I used to beat up boys that would make fun of my hairy legs. I wasn't allowed to <laughs> shave until I was 12 years old. Oh. And, I, and I hit puberty early, fam. <laughs> I had puberty at like nine. So I was just out here with breasts and ass. Wait, not me. Not me. The breast thing was a big, another big thing for me. Like, I used to, I remember like, I used to take my mom's, you know those breast pads? Yeah. Like for like when mothers are breastfeeding? Mm-hmm. I used to take those pads from my mom's room mm-hmm. and stuff my bra with it and go to school. Oh. Or... I would use brown paper towel. Oh, no. And that shit got rough. And people could see the shit through my shirt. <laughs> and it was just... Like, I remember getting I booked in the middle of the of the schoolyard by one of the girls. Oh, my God. She's a jerk. She couldn't just say, girl, adjust your paper towel. It was rough. It was, it was rough, man. But that will get dealt with eventually. <laughs> You're yeah. still traumatized I'm from that day in the I'm school year. Yeah. Yeah, I know those ones. Honestly, like for you, like how you want to do your boobs, right? Yeah. I'm all for people choosing what they want to do. Like you can change how you want to look if that's what you really want. Yeah. It's your body. Do what you want. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy. You know? Yeah. And that will make me happy one day. <laughs> it's gonna happen one way or another. <laughs> And you can see some some girls these days, like you just you could tell. Like I see you over there. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree, honey. Like I feel you. I feel you. Do you feel like you're good at taking criticism? I'd have to say no, just because when someone is coming to me and telling me something about myself, mm-hmm. it's it's hard for me to take sometimes, depending on the person, you know. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I might be aggressive, sometimes I might take it harshly or personally, and I'm learning to not be so quick to get so defensive and just take it personal, you know, because it's constructive criticism depending on who it is, right? Mm. It's something you should take into consideration and just know that this person feels this way and try your best to make it better yeah criticism is it's 
It's such a tough thing. I used to struggle with it really hard, too. Mm. I would take everything personal. Because that's all I've been surrounded by is just criticism and the ways that I could be better. So you're always so quick to, like, jump at people when they're they're talking or just telling you about yourself. I don't know about you, but I've always, like, growing up, my parents always told me the bad things. They exaggerated the bad things Mm -hmm. they did. Mm -hmm. So whenever I got criticized by, like, just say, for example, like, a a partner or something, I would just go back to that place and just get defensive and just be, like, afraid to listen. But I've learned that taking criticism is such a beautiful thing because if you can differentiate between the good and the bad good criticism can make you grow so much as a person because if you're doing things that could be better and you're not trying to change it you're you're gonna stay stuck eventually you're gonna just be at a standstill and there's things that you do that you don't realize and sometimes you need people to show you yep very true and i think another thing too is like try not to be so sensitive I feel like I'm extremely sensitive so when someone is coming to me and telling me about myself whether it's good or bad mainly bad in that case I'd be very sensitive because mm-hmm. it's it's hard hearing things that aren't good yeah when it comes to yourself you know it's hard to to take that because it's just like you don't want to feel like you're you're doing something to make someone feel a certain way you yeah. know yeah for sure um what about in relationships have you ever been with a guy that's tried to change you for better or worse like maybe criticize like how you dressed or yeah for sure how you do your hair yeah i've been in more relationships where it's been to change me for the worst either i've been taken advantage of or people think that i'm naive Mm -hmm. so they could just do whatever they want to do to me it wasn't a good situation because it's just you just feel like you lost complete control over yourself and this person just has strings and is just like pulling you up and down like a jackass like in jack in a box (laughs) that's rough (laughs) but it is what it is it is what it is and you just gotta learn to, like you said, differentiate between if someone's doing something or saying something out of the goodness of their heart mm-hmm. or they're saying it in a way to make you feel low yeah. or just down about yourself. Yeah. Let's talk about, like, scenarios. This guy, he has his preference. He likes when girls wear high heels and dresses. He wants his girls to be dressed up all the time. He doesn't believe in girls wearing track pants and sweats he Mm. wants his girl to be prim and proper all the time so me being a person that isn't into that and he's trying to put that on me like he's like you know dress up because you'll feel better about yourself and this is what i like and i want you to wear that is he trying to change me for the better for the worse honestly if you're about to pay for my wardrobe and Mm -hmm. all of that shit then hey I'm cool with that still, but just um, be prepared for the bill, okay? Don't kill me. <laughs> if you're with someone and you don't like their style, their natural style, and you have to tell them what to wear, I mean, obviously, there's going to be little outfits and things that you're not a big fan of, yeah. but for the most part, you shouldn't want to change their overall no, style. No, for sure. Like, like I like wearing track pants. I like just being comfy mm-hmm. and 
just you know i like touching my face like little things so like i don't want those restrictions you know so if a person's trying to change me and trying to make me feel like i need to be like so and so i'm it's not happening over here yeah it's not i'm not changing my style unless i want to Mm -hmm. what about okay i have another one so you've been complaining about you've been gaining weight recently and you've just been feeling so tired and sluggish so you complain to your boyfriend all the time your boyfriend eventually says just go to the gym you'll feel better you need to lose weight is he trying to change you for the better or for the worse i think he's trying to change you for the better yeah like he wants you to be healthy he Mm -hmm. wants he wants your sex life to be healthy and like you have to be attracted to each other to feel that you know if he's feeling like maybe you need to go to the gym then maybe you need to go to the gym Mm -hmm. but he can't break it to you like that you can't you have to break things down like that in a more sensitive way because that will really hit hit home for somebody Mm -hmm. for sure yeah so i would think he's trying to change change you for the better for the better 100 percent you're in a relationship where you feel like you know you just feel like you have no life so like you have no friends you Mm -hmm. have no social life you don't really go out you don't post on social media you don't post on social media of that sort what do you think this situation is like how do you how would you say this person this person is well, it depends on why you're not doing those things. If you, if you are over it for yourself, then that's cool. Some people just need a break from everything. But if your partner is making you feel guilty about, just for example, being on social media or going out too much, things like that, then you got to take a step back and, and question things. Mm. Because I understand, like, a guy not wanting his girl in the club 24-7 and wanting his girl to have that balance, but you should also not want to, like... Tie someone down. Yeah, and isolate yeah. them. Yeah, you should want them to live their life, have a life aside from what you guys have. We're not just supposed to just stay home and watch the kids. We need to have a life outside of you guys or else we'll be fucking miserable bitches. Exactly, and you'll get no pussy. No pom-pom. And for you. In conclusion, just keep in mind that saying that goes, you can't take care of anyone else if you don't take care of yourself. And that's one of the most important things we need to realize as women, that we can be independent and happy and still be a good wife and a good mother, a good co-worker or boss. You can do it all, but you just can't forget about yourself and how to constantly build yourself up yeah it's okay to be selfish sometimes sometimes it's necessary because if you feel like you're losing yourself and you're not balanced fully then your whole life is just going to be off track and the people around you are going to realize and see those things and they'll either take advantage or or they'll have something to say about it yeah so take care of yourself Take care of what you need to do to make yourself, your family, your friends happy. It's hard sometimes, but just try to keep afloat. And some of the ways, because people think practicing self-care only means eating good and exercising, but there's so many different ways you can practice self-care. Go for a walk by yourself, you know, take up a hobby. Yeah. Do things that you like to do. Yeah. 
Drink your water. Drink water. Eat yes. your veggies and your fruits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously exercise. I'm a big exercise advocate. You exercise. know, that'll help with multiple things: yeah. health, emotional well-being. Pamper yourself. Do face masks. Yeah. Do your hair. Do your nails. Mm-hmm. You know, do things to take care of yourself. So. Before we wrap up, we're going to share the opinions of some women and their struggles in society. I struggle to be a superwoman, meaning to take care of my household. I have to work, cook, clean. I feel like my day never ends, or there's just not enough time in the day. Lucky for me, I do have a job that allows me to work four days a week. It actually helps me a lot. I'm the only female in the household. I have three sons. One is away at university and my husband, who I consider a fourth son. Um, I'm constantly trying to run the house, be a great wife, mom. As women, you also want to feel appreciated, which I don't feel that I am in this household. I feel like it's expected because I cook every day, with the exception of Friday, I get that off. Um, I serve them their food, clean, etc. I actually prefer to do dishes and stuff myself because if they do it, I have to rewash it, and I'm not a big fan of the dishwasher. I think also as women in today's society, we tend to feel the need to be beautiful, at least I do. I feel like I want to still maintain my body. The pressures that we go through um, as women, I would feel um, one major thing is we get compared a lot. We get compared a lot in magazines, we get compared a lot on the TV, and we get compared a lot on Instagram. Um, A lot of accounts comparing which one would you choose, A, B, or C. And it's it's unkind to us. For women that have low self-esteem, it affects their... um, their mental state it can cause depression i would say that men need to really think about how they portray us in the media and on instagram um and that's i think a bit um pressure i think women have to go through daily i think a a struggle for women also is they're not taken seriously um especially when they want to voice their opinion I think men look at women as though we're nagging or just look at us as little women. Oh, here she goes again. And then when we voice our opinion to another woman about a situation that we might not be happy with, how do I put it? Sorry to say, but it's quite a bitchy experience. So there's never a win-win situation. I always have to bring my husband with me if I need to go and get my point across as backup. It's true. This is my car issue the other day. They fucking took advantage of me. It's just sad, like, the other day when this did happen to me that they took advantage of me because how are you going to sell a young female one tire, not two tires, fam, one tire for 170 Am I driving a fucking BMW? Doesn't make any sense. So it's like men think that if a woman comes in to a service that they can just easily persuade them to buying something more expensive or just just taking full advantage of them but if a man was there would they really be doing that 
It's just they look at it like, oh, she doesn't know anything about cars. Easy target. Yeah, easy, easy target. And easy I was. Thank you guys for tuning in to Soulful Synergy Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Ask FM at Soulful Synergy Podcast. Our Twitter is at Soulful underscore Synergy. And we'll be posting episodes weekly on our website, www.soulfulsynergypodcast.com. Again, my name is Shanice. And my name is Shaughnessy. We, we are Soulful Synergy. Synergy.